When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Space Cadets, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. Can we travel back in time? Well, kinda. Researchers from Moscow and the U.S. and Switzerland, well, they reverse time using a quantum computer. Is that the first step in time travel? But before I get into that, I'm going to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the pod from day one. The best way to support the pod, of course, is just to listen to it. Hit that subscribe button and listen every single day because I put these out every single day. Also, if you want to monetarily support the pod, you can go to patreon.com slash space news pod. And there's numerous levels of support that you can give there. So teams from Moscow, the U.S. and Switzerland, they return the state of a quantum computer a fraction of a second into the past, and they also calculated the probability that an electron in empty interstellar space will spontaneously travel back into its recent past. And that's from a study that's published in Scientific Reports. Gordy Lesifik, who leads the uh, Laboratory of the Physics of Quantum Information Technology at MIPT, said... This is one in a series of papers on the possibility of violating the second law of thermodynamics. That law is closely related to the notion of the arrow of time that posits the one-way direction of time from the past to the future. So basically he's saying, well, there's only one way to go. We can only go forward in time. There's no way to go back. There's only one direction that time goes, and that's forward. But we know that there's a past. We lived through it. We've seen it. And what they're trying to do is move something from the present state to the past state. And he goes on to say, We began by describing a so-called local perpetual motion machine of the second kind. Then in December, they published a paper that discusses the violation of the second law via a device called a Maxwell's Demon. The most recent paper approaches the same problem from a third angle. We have artificially created a state that evolves in a direction opposite to that of the thermodynamic arrow of time. So phys.org, well, they have a really great article on this, and they say that most laws of physics make no distinction between the future and the past. For example, let an equation describe the collision and rebound of two identical billiard balls. If a close-up of that event is recorded with a camera and played in reverse, it can still be represented by the same equation. Moreover, it is not possible to distinguish from the recording if it has been doctored. Both versions look plausible. It would appear that the billiard balls defy the intuitive sense of time. And then they go on to say, uh, you record the cue ball breaking a pyramid, the billiard ball scattering in all directions. In that case, 
it is easy to distinguish the real-life scenario from reverse playback. What makes the latter look absurd is our intuitive understanding of the second law of thermodynamics. An isolated system either remains static or evolves toward a state of chaos rather than order. And most laws of physics don't prevent rolling billiard balls from assembling back into a pyramid or infused tea from flowing back into a tea bag, or a volcano from erupting in reverse, but these phenomena are not observed because they would require an isolated system to assume a more ordered state without any outside intervention, which runs contrary to the second law. The nature of that law has not been explained in full detail, but researchers have made great headway in understanding the basic principles behind it. Well, that's just crazy! That's just crazy. Think about that. You, you can see something in forward motion, right? So you can see your pool cue hitting the cue ball. And that cue ball hits the uh, pyramid of balls, the rack of balls. Those balls scatter everywhere. Uh, but you can't see it in reverse. You can play it in reverse if you record it, but you can't see it in reverse. It happens in real time. And currently, there's no way to kind of rewind reality. There's no way to bring that back to where it started from. But they're kind of working on that. I'm going to take a quick break to pay some bills to pause for the cause. But in a moment, I'm going to describe more about the way that these scientists reversed this quantum computer. They decided to check if time could spontaneously reverse itself for an individual particle for a fraction of a second. So what do they do? They examined a solitary electron in empty interstellar space. This study's co-author, Andrey Lebedev from MIPT and F. Zurich said, suppose the electron is localized when we begin observing it. This means that we're pretty sure about its position in space. The laws of quantum mechanics prevent us from knowing it with absolute precision, but we can outline a small region where the electron is localized. And he go on to explain that the evolution of the electron state is governed by Schrodinger's equation, and it doesn't make a distinction between the future and the past, and the space containing the electron will spread out very quickly. However, Schrodinger's equation is reversible, co-author of the paper said. Uh, mathematically, it means that under a certain transformation called complex conjugation, the equation will describe a smeared electron, localizing back into a small region of space over the same time period. And this isn't observed in nature. It can theoretically happen due to a random fluctuation as the cosmic microwave background throughout the universe. They wanted to calculate the probability to observe an electron, which is smeared out over a fraction of a second, and then that same electron to go back to where it was in the past. And they did. They calculated over 13.7 billion years, which is the lifetime of the universe. They observed 10 billion localized electrons every second. And the reverse evolution of that electron? Well, it would only happen once to go back to the state that it was in the past. And then the electron would travel no more than one ten billionth of a second into the past. But that wasn't enough for them. They wanted to attempt to reverse time in a four-stage experiment. And they wanted to reverse time on demand. And instead of an electron, they observed the state of a quantum computer made of two and three basic elements called superconducting qubits, Q-U-B-I-T-S. And from this experiment, the researchers found that 85% of the cases that they did, the 
two qubit quantum computer returned back into the initial state. And when three qubits were involved, uh, more errors happened, resulting in about 50% success rate as opposed to the 85%. And according to the authors of this study, the errors are due to imperfections in the quantum computer itself, and they expect these uh, percentages to be better once the computers catch up and once they have more sophisticated devices. So it's not quite going back at a time. It's more like a time machine. It takes one thing, one piece of data, the qubit, and they send it back to the state where it initially started. So you and I aren't going to be able to hop into any sort of time machine anytime soon. But these kind of discoveries do lead to things like that. They lead to better quantum computers for the future, which is better for all of humanity. And uh, in the future, well, who knows? Someday, maybe humans will be able to deploy a timeline and you can go backwards and forwards on this timeline due to this quantum realm. This is a pretty cool discovery, and I'm really happy that you took the time out of your day to spend with me and on the Space News Pod. Now, uh, if you want to spend more time, go to social media at Space News Pod. You can go to YouTube, uh, Space News Pod, Facebook at Space News Pod, Twitter, same thing at Space News Pod, uh, twitch.tv slash Space News Pod. And also, if you want to contribute financially, you can go to patreon.com slash Space News Pod. Now, this has been the Space News Pod. My name is Will. Thank you for listening, and I will see you soon.